Hey, this is Sophie Dawson from Sophie Dawson Dot. <clears throat> Got to do it with my left hand, I can't. I can't click with my left hand. But this is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com and this is episode, I think it's 66, either 65 or 66 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And this one's going to be a bit different than normal because I just wanted to come down to Saltram, which is the local sort of woods, and well, just do a little podcast outside. So there's going to be no main topic or anything. It's, this is probably just going to be a little tiny one. It's just I wanted to talk about, I suppose, the importance of getting outside. <laughs> But little Dennis is with me. It's just I think I might have to leave him here. Because he was trying to climb over this barbed wire fence and he's got himself caught on it. So I think I might have to leave him. <laughs> little silly Dennis. No, not really. But I was going to do a topic. And then I thought to myself, well... Actually, I, I can't be bothered. I would rather just... Do nothing. <laughs> But I want to do a podcast, so I'm starting up my little tree friend. I thought what I would do is just walk around Saltram. So if you watch the video of this podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash Dawson, you may see my little tree friend. And, well, it's not quite so little. Look how big my tree friend is. It's absolutely huge. It's a massive tree in the middle of Saltram. And what I love about this tree is, one side of it is like it's falling apart. It's, yeah, it is like it's falling apart. But then the other side of it is, well, actually it's changed because it used to, I think my tree friend's dying. That's not very nice. It's just all the stuff around here has sort of died. Ah, uh, hope my tree friend is going to be alright. But I'm just going to walk around Saltram and talk about because this past month has been pretty. Well, it's been amazing. I've done so much stuff. But that's the problem. I've done so much stuff, and it's weird. I wouldn't say I got. I've got burnt out. It's just I need, I needed a little rest. Well, I just needed to get out in nature. Because I was sitting at home yesterday, and I've got to, I had to write up a little newsletter, which goes out on the first of July. And that's the water, if you see on the video. That's one of the benches where I take photos. There's lots of memories down this place. But I was sitting at home writing and I was thinking to myself, I really just want to go, I need to go outside. And it's been beautiful this week, but I've been recording videos, writing, I've been writing so much stuff and doing, just finished the Cats of June art challenge. So it's almost like I've suddenly realized that you can do all these things but you have to make sure you're getting rest as well and I've just thrown myself out of balance really 
So I've come down to Saltram and I thought I either record a little podcast down Saltram or I don't record one this week. So I'm recording a little one here. There's some people walking up here. <laughs> They're going to be live on camera. Now you're going to see that I get nervous when around people. <laughs> Shall I stop talking? Dennis. <laughs> da, da, da. That's quite funny. See, I get really... That's weird. Look, little green... Little green balls of something. When I'm around people, I get very self-conscious. Because I would like to have just carried on talking, but I, I felt like I had to stop. But uh, this actually brings me onto something really fascinating. When you talk about sunglasses in a minute, hopefully I can remember. Because I got this little story about a pair of sunglasses. And it's really quite powerful. And I didn't realise how powerful it was until this week when I saw my mum and she basically said about well she said about her sunglasses and exactly the same thing so the thing with nature is I was inside and I just wanted to get out and I thought to myself I can't go out because I've got to do all these things I was thinking I've got because I still have to record the podcast as well so I was thinking I can't go, if I go out to nature, I can't because I've got to record the podcast, I've got to get the newsletter finished, I've got to finish up my Cats June art challenge thing. And then I started thinking, I'll just do it, I'll do it tomorrow. I kept saying, I'll go down Saltram tomorrow. <laughs> and I ended up realising, yay, they've put a new bench here. Oh, super. They took these benches away. But they've replaced them, so it's fantastic. Because you can sit here and look over the water. But, yeah, I was thinking, if, if I, I'm going to keep saying I'll do it tomorrow, and then I, I'll just not end up doing it. So I said, <clears throat> last night I said, right, tomorrow I'm going. And even this morning, because I've got a load of videos that I need to edit for YouTube, even this morning I found myself with this massive urge to like edit these videos so I even did start editing another video and I said look <laughs> you've got to go to Saltram so what I realised though was something my Reiki healer said was she said she said you always have a choice so and that thought just popped into my head and I thought right I'm going now because I had sort of I, I just sort of thought in my head, I can't go to Saltram because I've got to do this, I've got to do that. And then I realised, no, I have a choice. If, if I want to go to Saltram, I can. So I've just decided to go to Saltram and all that other stuff will get done. But this is beautiful up here. I, I just, I could stay here forever. I just love the colours of nature greens greens are there's something about green it just feels very energetic so that's really that's that's all um, I want to talk about with nature is just I really realised the importance of nature really getting out and as soon as I got here I just felt so much better I just love trees 
But the, I'm going to tell a little story about these sunglasses because this is fascinating. So in 20, I think it was 2015, I was 35 and I'd never worn sunglasses. I'd always wanted to wear sunglasses, but I, I was, I'd always thought I can't wear sunglasses because everybody will look at me. So I was really self-conscious about wearing these sunglasses. But this was just as I was starting to think to myself, I need to, I need to transition into Sophie. So I need to, I knew that one day I had to live and go to work and stuff as Sophie. But at that time, I couldn't even go out wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so like the thought of going to work in a dress, for instance, was that's like, it was impossible. But what I thought was, I thought, hang on a minute, Let's do a little experiment and see if I can, there's a little thing jumping around over there, a little like rabbit or something. I think it's a little rabbit. I know, a little bird. I thought, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to go outside with these sunglasses on and see if I can do it. So it took me about, it took me about a week of saying I'm going to wear these sunglasses and again I kept saying I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow <laughs> and then in the end I just said right I'm wearing these flipping sunglasses and because what, what I was doing was I was meditating and visualising myself wearing these sunglasses so I went out, the first time I ever went out with those sunglasses on I was terrified but I came back, I wrote about it, next day I did it again and what I did was I, I forced myself to wear these sunglasses to work on my bike and all I had to do was wear them on my bike as soon as I got to work I could take them off and then what started happening was I started realizing nobody cares and then that's how it started and then I started going and actually wearing the sunglasses in work then I started walking into town wearing sunglasses and like now I can walk I'm walking around so I can I, I don't even have to think about wearing sunglasses it's like well it's so normal now that I'd actually forgotten about these sunglasses but during the week I was I saw my mum and I was wearing these sunglasses and I and I don't know who somebody said I either said do you ever wear sunglasses or I think that's what happened and she said no I can't because I'm I'm too embarrassed of what people think and I suddenly thought wow I remember when that was me and I just I said oh I like told her that, that was me and stuff and then I just suddenly thought wow what if like lots of people are not wearing sunglasses because of the same reason and what, what I've what I've thought is nobody actually cares <laughs> I've said that before but like in your head, you think everybody's looking at you wearing these sunglasses or something. But the reality is, I don't think anyone even notices that you're wearing sunglasses. They did with me, because it was quite funny. I, not only was I wearing sunglasses, I was wearing these fluorescent pink sunglasses. So I thought, you know, if I'm going to do it, I might as well do it. So I was wearing these insane pink sunglasses. It was actually funny, because one time I was in town wearing these sunglasses and this bloke came up to me with a camera 
I think he was a professional photographer and he said, oh, can I take a photo? <laughs> he actually took a photo of me wearing his sunglasses and I just thought, it's things like that, you, you, you get home and you think, wow, you know, a few months ago I was terrified of going out wearing sunglasses, now I'm stood in the middle of town posing wearing sunglasses. And the thing that's really amazing about this is it's a little tiny thing like that wearing sunglasses. But then like a few years later, that's turned into something else. And like the next thing after that was going out wearing nail polish on my fingers. So I was still going out as Kevin, but I was wearing nail polish, which looking back now, that is really weird. Or is it? Hmm, it's not normal. Like normal, what's normal? It's not, I don't know what it is. It's just, it's not, it's unique, I suppose. <laughs> so like looking back now, everything just come and started from those sunglasses and then when I saw my mum this week I just thought wow and so like I, like I was saying I think you think everybody's looking at you wearing these sunglasses I think what's actually happening is if anyone is looking at you wearing these sunglasses they're probably thinking they're thinking oh I wish I could wear sunglasses because they they feel like they can't or they're looking and thinking, I like those sunglasses. Or they're just looking and not thinking anything. Or if they're wearing sunglasses, they might even be looking thinking, oh, I hope I don't look silly with these sunglasses. <laughs> so like, all, all I think you've got to do really is just do these little experiments. And you can just start, it's, it goes back to that thing of like, how the mind lies. For some reason, I don't know what it is. Like, we've got all these little things in our head where we think, we're, we're believing all these lies. So you, I feel like the first thing to do really is just work out what it is you want to do. Try to work backwards and keep turning it into something smaller until it becomes like something that's scary, but not too scary. So like. Going out with those sunglasses on was scary, but I knew there's a little tiny piece of me that knew that I could do it because if I if I went out and it was really uncomfortable, I could always just take the sunglasses off. Whereas like going out with going out with a dress or something, back then when I was it seemed impossible. It it was impossible really, I think. So that's it really, a little story about these sunglasses, how powerful those sunglasses were. And then, this is funny, one day, must have been about two, a year and a half later or something, these sunglasses, they were pink sunglasses, absolutely unique. You'd never see another pair like that, however, I did. So what happened was, I searched online for these sunglasses, because I thought I want to get another pair of these, because they're not going to last forever. And they were also starting to fade but I couldn't find this pair of sunglasses anywhere. One day, these sunglasses just starting to break and in the second hand shop, identical pair of sunglasses. My sister found them. We were walking around town and I picked them up and then they lasted about another six months. And well, this is a nice little way to end this story because those sunglasses, which have, have broken, they're now buried with my tree friend. I've buried them by my tree friend 
with a little letter because for me those sunglasses represented the birth of Sophie really and the, sort of like the death of Kevin and my little tree friend is looking after these glasses now. I wonder if they're still there. One day, like when I'm really old and about to die, I'm gonna come back up here and I'm gonna see if those sunglasses are still there. That'd be nice. That's basically it, really little story about sunglasses. <laughs> Funny. I was going to pull a topic out of the bag. I've got my gong and everything in my bag, but I just thought, nah, doesn't feel like it today. So that's it, really. I have got a little quote. Actually, I've got a few little things I get to talk about. So, 3D Total Publishing, they, I was, I actually emailed them and um, asked for a couple of their books, because they, last week they, offered to send me some free books which I couldn't believe like I said I was really scared because I thought I, I don't know I think again it was some sort of social anxiety thing I think I, don't know, I, I felt like I wasn't worthy of having free these free books or something but I, I said look you've got to say yes so I, I said yes and thank you and I picked three little books which is Graphite Magazine Issue 10 it's actually the final issue of that magazine, which is amazing, that magazine. It's, I've also got Sketching from the Imagination, Monsters and Creatures, or Creatures and Monsters, which is a fantastic book, full of 50 different artists, sketches and stuff of monsters. That is a really good book for just flicking through and getting ideas for creating your own little monsters and stuff. Really inspiring little book. And the other one is an, an art book by the artist as Asia Ladol, Ladolska or something. I can't, I'm not very good at pronouncing names, but three absolutely beautiful books. I've done little videos of them, and that's some of the videos that I've been editing this week. But what I've decided to do is I'm going to give those three books away on the little newsletter, and I've already repurchased the graphite magazine and I've picked up issues 9, 8, 7, I think it was 5 and 4 as well. So I'm going to do little videos of those. Honestly, these magazines are so amazing and there's a character design quarterly one as well which is full of like character designs and interviews with artists and stuff. So I'm going to give those away. So if you go onto the website at sophielawson.com uh, slash something, <laughs> not slash something, slash, well just go to sophielawson.com and go to the show notes for this podcast and I'll put a link to the little newsletter where you can sign up and stuff and I'll be giving those away over the next three weeks. There's something I've got to, I've got to talk about, so because I've been doing a lot of writing, I've been writing about some of the experiences this past week because I want to I really want to get my um, tra like transitioning diary back up and running because I've neglected it for I think it's about a year and a half or something so last weekend on Saturday I walked up to the moors and I was going to do some wild camping which is what I did last year and it was beautiful so 
it's quite funny because last year I had no expectations. I didn't know anything about, I didn't even know what it was going to be like or anything. I only had my sleeping bag and it ended up being one of the most amazing days of my life because the, the sky was so clear, I could see all the stars. It really was so beautiful. So this time I went up there with this expectation of really wanting the same sort of experience and hilariously it was an absolute it was just like a, a series of funny moments so I got I got lost in the brambles and the bushes and I've cut all my leg up I had to walk down the main road and there was basically nowhere to walk so it was just crazy I set my tent up I, had a, I did some sketching and I had a, like a little nap I woke up the tent was just getting blown to smithereens. It was the, one of the windiest days I've for ages, and it was blowing so much the tent was going to. It was like the tent was going to take off. So I, something inside of me said it's just best to go home. It was really cloudy as well, so I just I just knew I wasn't going to see anything in the stars in the sky or anything. So I decided to go, but it's now just starting to get dark. I'm on the middle of the moors. I walked in pitch blackness for 12 miles through the woods and it was one of the creepiest things I have ever done. I had a little like flashlight with me but I said on one of the episodes a couple of weeks ago about lighting this candle and being scared of the dark. I almost feel like that was the universe saying look you've got to get used to the darkness or something. I don't know why but it was pure, it was pure darkness and I, I had this feeling that something was behind me, like super creepy. Every so often I would look behind me and it was just absolute darkness. It, oh, it was so, so, so scary but I also felt amazing because I felt like there was this part of me that knew there was nothing to be scared of but I just couldn't for some reason let go of the fear but every so often you the trees would sort of disappear you'd have like a little there's loads of little stone bridges that you walk across because you're quite high up like up in the trees and so there's like it opens up and you can just look in the, so even though it was pitch black those little bits when you got on the stone bridge you could see like the tops of the trees and stuff against the sky. That was nice. And it was almost like those were a little, I think it was every two and a half miles you had like a little stone bridge. It was almost like what I did was, instead of thinking, blimey, I've got to walk 12 miles here. This is, I don't know if I can do it. I just kept saying two and a half miles, you'll be at another stone bridge. Because you felt sort of safe on that stone bridge. So, all I did really was just focus on getting to the next stone bridge. But then when I came out, there's a little seagull. Oh, this was, there's a little seagull on the grass. This was, at, I think it was two o'clock in the morning. A little seagull sitting on the grass and I, I approached it. I thought, that's a bit weird. And I realised that it, it was, well, I thought it, it was dead because it just wasn't moving. It was either fast asleep or it, it was dead or something but I went up to it and I said hello it pulled its head out covered in blood 
I don't know what happened, but its beak, it, it put its beak like underneath its its little wing, and its wing was covered in blood, and all the blood had gone down its beak. So I had this bag of nuts, which I had taken for the camping, which I hadn't eaten. So I started trying to give it some nuts, and I went. I had some water because I had like a couple of big bottles of water. I was trying to work out how to give it some water because I thought it's going to need this water but I just I couldn't work out so I, what I did was I tried to give it some nuts and then I well it was just scared of me and so it started like hobbling off it, it couldn't really move it was like bouncing off I was just thinking I'm trying to help you there's no way to tell it so I just had to walk away and I, I like started crying because I thought there's something about that, it's like it was scared of me, but it didn't need to be. It's kind of like me walking through the woods, I was scared, I didn't need to be. That's it really, fear. Fear seems to be one of the main things in this life for some reason. Very weird. That's it, I'm almost back in my tree now. I think that is it for this little podcast I love the sounds of nature's nature's <laughs> nature's that's the only thing you can still hear the rumble of cars I like the sound of it when you step on a branch or something and it snaps exciting that sound so I think the next podcast I'll be talking about the Cats of June art challenge I'm now back at my little tree friend and my glasses are buried at the base of that tree which is quite nice sometimes I think because when I'm walking home sometimes I just think to myself what is buried underneath us? Like we might be walking on top of... We could be walking on top of anything, like buildings and stuff from the past. I often think that, what is actually underneath our feet? That's it, I hope you enjoyed this little podcast. Little Dennis is going to go and do some sunbathing now. Because the sun is absolutely boiling. That's it. This week's inspirational quote goes to Jake Parker and it sums up my Cats of June experience really because most of the drawings, paintings and everything that I did I was aware that it's not the most beautiful of things but I was just doing my best and I was playing and it's almost like accepting imperfection so this week's inspirational quote from Jake Parker is it doesn't have to be beautiful it just has to exist Jake Parker Nature, that's what it's all about.